It's your favorite time of the morning. The Forum at 8. Favorite time of the morning. On AM Live. It's a nine and a half minutes past eight. Welcome to the Forum at 8. This Monday, the 14th of uh, March, 2016. We're taking your calls right away. 0891-104-208-34701 is the number to SMS2 at AM Live on SAFM. That's uh, our Twitter handle. And uh, we're talking to the Minister of uh, Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs, uh, David Van Rooyen, who will be joining us shortly. This as in a few months. Uh, South Africans will find themselves at the polls to vote in the fifth democratic local government election. The term for the current government ends on the 17th of uh, May 2016 and uh, the new local elections should be held within 90 days after the term ends. The date could be any time between May and August. Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs Minister David von Royen joins us on the line. He needs to uh, proclaim uh, these uh, uh, elections. All right, He is uh, in our Hatfield studios in uh, Pretoria. Just to help you understand what are municipal elections? Well, uh, they are held every five years to elect councillors who will be responsible for governing a municipality for the next five years. The current term of Office of Municipal Council uh, Councils ends on the 18th of May 2016. So we'll be talking about all these issues. The exact date of the 2016 municipal elections will only be known when the election is officially proclaimed by the Minister of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs in 2016. And uh, this these elections come it comes at a time when uh, really the IEC is uh, under pressure. You will know uh, that uh, you know the chair had to leave uh, under a cloud uh, over an office uh, leasing scandal. You'll also know that uh, you know there have been some objections to uh, the appointment of uh, the new chair, particularly from uh, the opposition parties. Uh, there are issues that led to the postponement of uh, recent by-elections, including uh, at Tlokwe as well. Uh, just recently, service delivery protests uh, in uh, Vuani in uh, Limpopo and uh, in Mandeni in Natal directly linked to the IEC activity uh, over the uh, two weekends ago, uh, registration week weekend that was. So these are the uh, issues that we'll be raising with the minister as he joins us uh, from our studios in Pretoria. Minister Van Royen, good to be talking to you. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, and a very good morning to the listeners of uh, uh, SAFM. Thank you very much for joining us. And uh, you come at a time uh, when uh, the country is going for the local government elections. But before you came to this uh, department, you were a finance minister, uh, just uh, as the minister now being, uh, you know, uh, taken up from uh, being uh, from the portfolio committee to becoming minister. You were minister for four days, really. Just uh, talk us through what happens in those four days. In those, in those four days, uh, uh, as you, you correctly said, it was for four days. Uh, the focus was uh, mainly on t- how to ensure that uh, we, we elevate the economic status of our country and uh, we look into key aspects of uh, our economic development. So that was my focus then because that was the task at hand. Do you think you managed to deliver on that task in four days? I know it's difficult in four days, but uh, were you uh, on track really to, to deliver on, on that mandate? Yes, look, I was not uh, starting anything from uh, scratch. I mean, I was just continuing on the good work that was that was performed by my predecessors. And uh, definitely, I think we were on course as a team, I mean, to, to perform uh, that the national assignment. Were you surprised to get that call to be finance minister? 
Yes, look, uh, as, as you are all aware, this is a serious assignment, and uh, any assignment into the, into the cabinet of the, of the Republic is a serious assignment. So definitely when you are assigned, of course, I mean, out of the rest, you consider yourself uh, uh, one of the lucky few. So it's a serious, serious assignment. There's no way in which uh, a normal human being can be surprised by such. In your view, do you think you deserve to be finance minister? Why not? <laughs> All right. So, so in the four days that you finance minister, you, you, you're saying that, uh, you know, yours were to turn around the economy and so on. But you saw what happened. Billions of uh, rand left the country. Uh, and, and how do you feel about that, that it happened right in the four days that you were finance minister? Look, uh, the real truth of the matter is that uh, as, as I came in, I mean, already there, there, there was a trend of uh, the slowing down on our economy. And as you can even see today, we are still experiencing some of these challenges. So the issue of uh, the, the loss that were incurred can be attributed to one single isolated incident. And I don't think it is a correct conclusion that uh, only because of that incident we experienced the losses. 0891-104-208. We're talking to uh, the Minister of uh, Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs, uh, David Van Royen, joining us from our Hatfield studios. Uh, a lot to talk about uh, the upcoming uh, gov- uh, local government elections. Uh, but Minister, then you are moved to Cogda. Uh, did that also equally surprise you? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. As I've said earlier, any assignment into the Cabinet of the Republic is a serious assignment and it must be treated as such. So where are you going to start now at Cogda, or where have you started uh, as your immediate priority? Yes, as I've said, I mean, uh, what has been happening for the past 15 years in the local government, I mean, uh, it's, 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 it's a program, a very focused program by the ruling party to ensure that the lives of our people are, are improved, I mean, for the better. Uh, but also uh, exposing our people to services that were not exposed to, basic services like electricity, water, housing, and all these have been successfully uh, delivered. So mine is just to continue the good work that has been uh, realized uh, hitherto. I mean, we are celebrating 15 years of a local government system that has worked. And I'm coming in, I mean, at a time when uh, uh, this system uh, is going for its uh, fourth uh, elections, and definitely, my focus is to ensure that uh, the country is ready for this important task, which is uh, the fourth elections of a system that has been working. And uh, truly speaking, uh, I think uh, as a country, we are almost ready, I mean, to uh, undertake this particular task. Uh, Minister, you are saying that a lot has been realized uh, and delivered. I agree with you, but a lot still uh, needs to be achieved. We see service uh, delivery protests in many parts of uh, South Africa, at times very violent. The destruction of property, for instance. How do you think government needs to respond to that? Because people are saying, but services are not coming to our areas. I mean, it's been 22 years of delivery. We still don't have running water. We don't have electricity. We don't have basic amenities. No, I, I think that's a very uh, simple conclusion. The real the matter is that uh, we can conclude that uh, uh, services are not going to the people. I mean, the records, I mean, they speak for themselves. I mean, so far we have... Uh, 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 extended access but we are the first i mean to acknowledge that uh, 
uh, we still there are still areas where we we need to improve and we are the first i mean to give statistical information about those areas where we need to improve and as you are aware i mean we have been introducing various programs with a sole intention of improving how do we render services to our people uh, currently we we have adopted a very collaborative and inclusive approach called uh, back to basics and this is an approach that is consolidating all other approaches that was introduced in the 15 years of local government and uh, we think uh, this is one of the best approaches i mean to to be developed by our government because firstly it's a multi-sectoral approach it brings together all sector departments it brings together all role players even from the private sector i mean to come on board as we improve i mean areas of uh, service delivery and i can tell you this system or this approach, the back to basic approach, having concluded a year of existence, uh, it has shown that uh, there are areas where we need to uh, improve our performance. Firstly, we can cite the area on issues of payment of services. We can cite the area on lack of the required skills, more especially technical skills, I mean, to, to render or maybe to use money allocated for infrastructure development. We also have issues of corruption that we are dealing with. And uh, really, we are the first, I mean, to acknowledge that uh, 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 there are these weaknesses and we continue to encourage all stakeholders, I mean, to join us as we close these gaps. So it's, it's very simple, it's, it's, very, uh, it's in simple terms, uh, or maybe not a straightforward, uh, what you call, conclusion mm. that we are not rendering services. I mean, services are not going to our people. Services are going to our people and we agree that we still need to improve how we do this important task. But how much do we still need to um, improve, uh, Minister? Because, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at uh, the numbers here. 14,740 service delivery protests in 2014-2015. This is more than double the number of protests uh, in 2007-8. In, in yes. The, the reality of the matter is that, you know, uh, some studies have recently shown that, uh, as much as I agree that... Uh, uh, or maybe we agree that uh, some of these protests are service delivery linked, but uh, the real of the matter is that not all of these protests are service delivery linked. And uh, as I've said, I mean, we, we are committed, I mean, to address all performance gaps as identified by our people. But at the same time, I think I must take this opportunity, I mean, really, uh, to condemn to condemn the violence that we have seen uh, emerging during this service delivery protest, to condemn the destruction, I mean, the intimidation that is uh, prevailing during some of these uh, uh, protests. Because, totally speaking, I don't think it's, it's, it's a constructive thing, I mean, for people to destroy what they claim to be, I mean, the, uh, the very same services that they claim the government is not rendering, or the very same uh, amenities that are meant to render services that they are requiring. That's why, to me, it doesn't make sense. Why do you ban a library if you really, I mean, you are concerned it's about improving services to your community. So truly speaking, all of us, including the media, we must condemn this violence because this is not something that is normal and this is something that uh, I think it must be condemned from all quarters with the contempt that it deserves. I, I, think, I think you're right there, Minister. I'll agree with you. But, uh, you know, equally people will say, but that's the language that uh, government understands because right now, I mean, we've been raising these issues and, uh, you know, n- no one is taking us seriously. You have councillors who are doing business with, uh, with government, for instance. We have councillors who 
in essence, control, uh, you know, the movement of money in, in some uh, municipalities. So that's why people then resort to uh, this action. Yes, you know, as much as uh, we, we, we agree that uh, there, 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 there are uh, uh, areas that we need to improve more, more especially on the issue of uh, consequence management. As people do wrong things within our local government system, uh, how do we deal with those people? Uh, but uh, uh, at the same time, as I've said, I mean, uh, 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 really, uh, that doesn't condone some of this behavior. And uh, if there are issues ab- around uh, our dialogue or engagement mechanism, as, as people who love their country, as people who are concerned about uh, proper working democratic systems, let's focus on those instead of resorting to violence. And it's not correct that uh, violence, I mean, is the only remedy, I mean, to draw the attention of government. Government is, we are trying our level best to outreach. And I know for the fact that we really need to improve how do we uh, uh, communicate with our people but also how do we take them on board as we do some of these important uh, service delivery uh, uh, programs, as, as we undertake or try to execute some of these important service delivery programs. So I think there is a lot that we need to do to improve how do we communicate with our people. Expensive as a democracy it is, I think it's important for us, I mean, to prioritize, mm. I mean, our communication approach. More especially, if we are to take into consideration the fact that the literacy level among our people it's not that uh, 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 high to an extent that people can understand some of our communication systems sure. that we are using. So we really need to go an extra mile here, Bongi, because I think really, I mean, uh, our people must be taken on board. And lack of information uh, might be opening ourselves up, I mean, uh, for op- opportunistic tendencies and uh, obviously... Uh, opportunists taking advantage of our people and misleading our people in some of these areas. All right, uh, Minister, let's go to Gift. Uh, he is uh, in the Nelson Mandela Bay. He works for the municipality there. Gift, you hear the minister, a uh, lack of information could lead to opportunistic uh, tendencies. Do you agree? What are you seeing on the ground at the Nelson Mandela Bay municipality? Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning to the Honourable Minister. Look, I, I think I, first and foremost I want to agree with the Minister to, because to me improving the relationship between local government and citizens could build trust in municipalities and prevent rather than respond to issues of service delivery and protest. And to me that is that this has been a serious issue in most municipalities. And secondly, I think most municipalities uh, are a failure when it comes to communicating government programs in particular that particular municipality's program. And I think communication is key so as, so, as, so as to improve that relationship so that communities are informed so that they could be better citizenry. Uh, the, the third issue, uh, Honorable Minister, I think uh, COCTA must develop mechanisms to address understanding of infrastructure grant by weak municipalities because we have seen that uh, most municipalities don't spend the infrastructure grant, which are meant to address some of the imbalances of the past. And the other issue, I think, special attention to spatial transformation, uh, which to me is an integration measure to reverse apartheid spatial settlement, must be addressed because most municipalities, when you look at, at the way human settlement is being addressed, is still confined in the apartheid human settlement, which does not also address the human imbalances that have been created by the apartheid system. Uh, but, but, but the last issue, Honorable Minister, I was quite angry the other day, speaking to my friends to say, I've never seen the minister in public. And I think your office, your ministry must 
make sure that they profile you better so that you we, we know what are the programs sure. going forward for COCTA because that to me is very critical but as the Nelson Mandela municipality I can say without any fear of contradiction minister we are doing well and I think the intervention made by the ANC to bring to the Daniel Jordan executive mayor is paying dividends okay gift thank you very much uh, I'd love to hear from uh, other listeners in the metro Nelson Mandela me- metropolitan you, you're saying you're doing well there uh, well I guess some people have uh, uh, another uh, different opinion. Uh, Mike, you are in Newlands. Good morning to you. Uh, good morning, uh, Bongi, and I may record my um, sadness at uh, Sakina's loss. Sure. Um, <coughs> devastating news. I um, Yes, uh, two things. First of all, just on municipalities. Uh, it's just nice to report that here in the Western Cape, uh, nine out of ten municipalities without the best municipalities in the country are all run by the DA, which I thought was interesting, and maybe the ANC can learn something from that. The other thing I just wanted to comment on is the uh, upcoming elections. Uh, Minister, you're going to be in the hot seat because I foresee uh, a very challenging election coming up for all parties. I foresee um, the EFF doing and the DA doing very well. My worry is that Mr. Mashashini has been appointed by the president, and there's a strong uh, Gupta connection with uh, everything that seems to go on. And, in fact, you had two advisors when you were put into the Minister of Finance and both appointed apparently by the by the Zipters, which nobody's disputed, including yourself. Now, my worry is when the credibility and the election results are announced, how are you, as the minister, going to assure us that the elections have been free and fair? Because I foresee the EFF in particular uh, challenging you uh, uh, because the person is not independent, and would it not be a good idea now, minister, to rather get somebody into the job of the IEC who's agreed to by all parties and not the president, because then we know we will be able to have the results that everybody has okay. to accept and cannot dispute. We Thanks very you. much, Bongi. Thank we, you, Minister. We go to you, Mike, in Newlands. Thank you very much, Minister. I'll give you a chance to respond. But, Mike, you are in Middleburg. Good morning to you. Morning, Bongi, and uh, Minister. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Yeah, Bongi, I'm, an, I'm on the matter that we have spoken about. I think uh, we must have a special campaign against destruction and vandalism of property and the infrastructure, because this thing is taking us back. Yes, it's true. Uh, if there are matters, they must be attended to, and I cannot agree more with the minister that uh, we need to revitalize uh, our communication strategy so that uh, it speaks to all and sundry. But we must have a special campaign, because this thing of destroying property and uh, infrastructure is taking us back. And what really worries me most is that... Uh, even leaders, you know, in the union, uh, the way they behave is like they condone, is like they promote this, because when they publicly speak and say, this is the only language the government can understand, if really they are patriotic and they are the leaders of the revolution, must they condone the destruction of infrastructure and property? Must they be counted as leaders? I think they themselves, must also sit down and really look at this matter because it is counter-revolution and it's taking us back. Mike in Middleburg, thank you very much. I'd love to hear from uh, people in uh, Tlokwe, uh, for instance, Mandeni in Guazun Natal and Evwani in uh, Limpopo. Uh, just uh, please call us on 0891-104-208. Eteguini Municipality, also it would be nice to hear uh, from yourselves there and many other municipalities. 0891-104-208. Uh, Minister, let's have a, a minute of uh, your response, please, to uh, some of the issues raised by our callers. Thank you, Mr. Kuala. A very good morning to all your callers, starting from Gift to the last caller, Mike. Let, let me uh, obviously indicate that uh, 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 we, 
we are really, really concerned. And uh, uh, as I've indicated earlier, uh, disturbed also by, by the fact that uh, systems that are currently in place haven't been able uh, to fully address this issue of uh, communication. And that's why we are spending a lot of time uh, considering what are the best uh, measures to be employed to deal with the communication problem. We have identified that as a gap so as we improve the confidence of our people on our system. But as I've indicated, Bongi and listeners, uh, our biggest challenge here is its, it's resources because, you know, to, to lay out an extensive communication campaign, it is going to require a lot of resources, more especially if we are to uh, translate everything that we do as an example into uh, all official languages. I mean, this, this, is, this, is, this is a very expensive exercise, but this is an exercise that we think should be uh, uh, perfected. Mm-hmm. 24 to 9 in conversation with uh, the Minister of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs, uh, David Van Royen. Minister, welcome back. Uh, <laughs> let, let's continue then. You, you were still answering. You heard what our callers had to say. I'll be taking Yanus, uh, Michael and Sidigo shortly. Uh, but uh, let, let's continue with uh, just uh, you trying to answer some of the questions that were raised. Thank you once more, uh, Bongi. Uh, on the issue of uh, underspending, and uh, more especially our municipal infrastructure grant, I think we should appreciate the fact that uh, this is a problem that uh, uh, was uh, picked up some years ago. And as a result of that uh, appreciation, there, there was a development, uh, various development or initiatives that were undertaken to address the problem. Firstly, from the side of Cocta, uh, an establishment of uh, a, a municipal infrastructure support agency uh, was 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 realized, and uh, through this agency, municipalities are directly supported. Those municipalities that are faced with uh, a capacity uh, problem on issues of uh, uh, using uh, grants allocated to them, but also we have seen initiative from various provinces. We have seen, uh, for an example, uh, uh, one one that comes to mind is in the free state. We have seen. The the the, 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 uh, the the free state uh, executive uh, bringing on board engineers from Cuba. I mean to to address some of these challenges, more especially in your rural uh, uh, municipalities. And as a result of that, Bongian listeners, we have realised an improvement uh, on the uh, uh, spending on our municipal infrastructure grant. Just uh, recently, I mean uh, the reports are indicating that in the, the last financial year. I mean, we have realized an 89 uh, spending, I mean, of the 14.7 billion that was allocated to, sure. to municipalities. So it shows that there is improvement. But of course, uh, as much as we, we appreciate this, the difference that uh, was not used accordingly is, is of concern to us. Right. That's why we will continue All right. to engage uh, municipalities on this issue and assist them working collaboratively collaboratively with uh, 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 relevant MECs offices. Minister, also, and, and the I, issue I, would, I would like also to, 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 to hear more about uh, you know, party politics. I mean, some people, for instance, <coughs> in, in Eteguin, which is the uh, third largest uh, uh, metro in terms of registered voters, some people are suggesting that uh, it, the administration there is paralyzed because we have two centers of power. We'll talk about that just now, and I'd love to hear uh, from people in Eteguin. Janus, you are in Cape Town. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, Mr. Minister. Uh, it's sad to see situation 21 years after after liberation of from the apartheid. We will see the same situation like it was seen in during apartheid when people stood up and were fighting 
for the democracy, for the freedoms, and for the for the things which they sh- should receive. Now we've got such a similar situation. The ANC at the moment is weak, doesn't provide provide the proper services to the people, and they have to stand up and fight for this, and unfortunately take uh, and and damage many uh, government and private uh, properties. It, it is sad to see such a situation. I, I, unfortunately, top of leadership of ANC is weak. They cannot they cannot rectify the situation, and. Uh, and we can see more and more uh, red parades taking the part in this demonstration and violent uh, disruptions. And I think that ANC will pay heavy price because okay. ESF will take uh, control of the, all of this. Uh, of course, using the bedways and on the bedways, be- burning everything. All we right, Janus, we got you. Thanks, thanks, Janus. Uh, Michael, you're in Kempton Park. Good morning to you. Yeah, Bongi, I was just concerned about Michael in Newlands, that results can be rigged by one person. I've been a presiding officer for many years. At the, at the ward where elections are taking place, there are representatives of many parties. Most parties actually who feel they have a chance in a ward are represented there. And any action, they are it from from beginning to end, where the results... Nobody goes to the ballot box in a, in a ward except the designated voter. And when they go to and seal that ballot box, will the agents come and observe how it is sealed? And the results are counted there, there and then. And when, when the results are counted, they are shown to every representative of the party concerned in that, in that ward. And when you show them, they, if there is any dispute, that dispute is resolved there and there. All and right, they resolve before they leave the war. They are signed off okay, by Michael. their representatives. Let's, let's leave it at that. Thank you very much, Michael in Kempton Park. Siddiqo, you are in Pretoria. Good morning. Good morning, Wongi. How are you? I'm fine, thank you very much. And thanks for taking my call. Let me join the, the minister about for condemning, by condemning those who are describing the property in the name of demanding services. But I've got some questions to the minister. Uh, Minister, in, t- in terms of Africa, we, we promote participatory democracy and we've got the laws that, that promote that, especially in the local government. You look at the Municipal Structures Act that dictates municipalities to have the whole committee systems that will enhance participatory democracy. My question would be, is this system working at the local level? Because if it was working, people would be knowing where to go and raise their concerns to the whole committees. And if this system is not working, what can be done to ensure that this system is working? I'm, I'm available to engage with you, Minister. I'll leave my details with the producers there so that we can engage offline about this next. Thank okay. you, Bongi. Thank you very much. Uh, David, you are in Buffalo City in the Eastern Cape. Good morning. Yes, sir. Yes, Mr. Bongi. Yes, go ahead. I would like to talk with the Minister. I'm very concerned about the Buffalo City municipality. I, I wish to thank the ANC for the... Uh, the engagement with uh, they did with me is Miss Mita to engage Miss Mistensi, but I'm having a problem. The administration here is very flop. The councillors, the administration, they are corrupting our monies. There is no development at all, but Mister. 
All right, uh, David, in Buffalo City, we dropped that line, but uh, thank you very much. Uh, Minister, let's come back to you. For instance, uh, let's go to Merafong, the municipality that was uh, under your leadership as a former mayor there. That uh, municipality has uh, has not picked up uh, quite entirely. Uh, 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 are you satisfied with how that municipality was run under your, your, your mayorship? Uh, are you satisfied with where it is today? Uh, but broadly, are you satisfied with the Buffalo City, for instance? We had a call from there, Nelson Mandela Bay, Etewini, for instance. Those are just some of the municipalities that, are, that I'm highlighting now. Okay, let's, let's thank the uh, uh, callers who have asked some questions and made some contribution. I'm a bit worried, uh, Bungi, uh, because there's an avalanche of qu- unanswered questions here. Sure. I'm not sure how am I going to approach this because you keep on also making some additional questions yourself. So if, if you allow me to answer... At least, I mean, those questions that were posed earlier, I think it's, 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 it's in the interest of... Go, uh, go ahead, Minister, go ahead. We, it, we're trying to take as many callers as we possibly can so that at least uh, we understand what the people out there have to say. Yeah, well, let, let, let me appreciate the acknowledgement by, by uh, the Mike, who claimed to be a member of the DA in the Western Cape. Uh, but one, Mike, that uh, issues of uh, development at a at local level can't just be relegated to cheap uh, politicking because uh, there is an uh, 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 experience of good practices uh, all over the country in all municipalities irrespective uh, of a political party. So it's dangerous uh, of Mike just to to be little, I mean, good performance or to uh, equate good performance to a, a political party. And then uh, secondly, I think the issue of... Uh, uh, the election rigging has been uh, quite uh, covered by Mike from, uh, I think it was uh, it was Houting. Uh, and I must confirm that Mr. Machinini, I mean, uh, uh, was appointed through a due process. And uh, really, Mr. Machinini has, as, as correctly indicated uh, in, the, in Parliament, his qualification, his experience is much needed, I mean, to take uh, our country forward, but also to conduct a successful elections. And Mike in Middleback uh, spoke of a special campaign just to deal with violence. Look, truly speaking, we, we need to take this thing very, very serious. I'm, I'm calling on all leaders, uh, uh, including, I mean, uh, uh, faith-based leadership. Let's preach peace. Uh, let's make sure that we talk peace to our people, our traditional leaders in areas that that uh, fall under our jurisdiction. Let's talk. Let's talk peace to our people because sure. it can't be correct that our people all of a sudden, I mean, resort to violence. I mean, to solve uh, some of these uh, uh, basic problems. And then participatory democracy, as uh, uh, earlier indicated, it's it's a must. And really, there are gaps. That's the, we are the first to acknowledge that. And uh, there, there are various reasons why there are gaps. And uh, that, that's why I'm saying it's important for us going forward that we need to improve on how we bring our people on board. Okay. Because really, I, I I can talk a lot about this because uh, it was my my thesis when I when I did my first masters with with Vets University. The issue of where are we feeling our people in terms of participatory democracy and really for, for in the interest of time i will just acknowledge on behalf of the 
yeah. the cabinet of the republic that uh, we really need to do more okay. on improving participatory uh, democracy Minister, uh, mechanisms I, that we I, have. I, I know and the Buffalo want, City. Yes, you want to answer a lot of music, uh, uh, questions. Please answer the Buffalo City and the Merafong because I want to move on. I know that uh, some of the uh, issues raised were not necessarily questions, but were just uh, suggestions. Let's talk about Merafong, uh, where you were mayor, and uh, talk about Buffalo City and uh, Nelson Mandela Bay, for instance. A uh, lot of uh, issues uh, being raised there. Look, you know, it's also not correct for our people. When, when we pick up something wrong, I mean, what that small thing or that few wrongs that you pick up doesn't nullify good performance that is, is realized in other areas of municipalities. It's not correct that uh, Buffalo City municipality is not functional. There might be issues. And if people pick up issues of corruption like the... Uh, uh, David cited. We would like them to uh, uh, obviously bring this to our attention so as we can take appropriate uh, uh, action. Uh, but Mirafong, I mean, uh, when I was a mayor, they really, the record speaks for themselves. We, we scooped a what? I mean, we moved from a municipality that was not able to pay uh, its workers uh, for three months, and then we, 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 put it, we, we put its financial books into very, very sound footing. Okay. Uh, I'm happy with uh, I mean, uh, the leadership that uh, uh, was provided to the municipality while I was the mayor there. Uh, and of course, I was working with a collective there. So okay. I'm, I'm saying, wh- where there are issues of performance, please, let's appreciate. But where there are weaknesses, let's highlight those weaknesses. It can be correct that because of one or two mistakes, then the municipality is not functional. I'm, I'm, That's I'm, not correct. I'm raising the issue of Merafong because I want to move on to the issue of uh, demarcation. I mean, uh, Vuani, for instance, is one typical example. I was hoping to get a call from that part of... Uh, of the country uh, because people are saying the demarcation board came and uh, they demarcated and we don't want to be moved to another municipality uh, and so on and so on so Merafong also was a result of that and the uprisings that we saw there how is your department dealing with the issue of uh, demarcation such that you know uh, people are not uh, so to speak marginalized because they feel that now you are forcing us to go to certain areas uh, and districts that we don't belong to we don't want to go there we want to be here our our understanding is that uh, the marcation processes firstly are done i mean to 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 give effect to our commitment of ensuring efficient and effective administration of our areas but also are done to ensure that we address issues like financial viability of municipalities you know and uh, we we are also for the understanding that as these processes are done people are thoroughly consulted about uh, the final redetermination or determination but we have realized that uh, there, there, there there's still some dissatisfactions on on, on certain areas uh, including one as you have correctly cited and uh, the, the demarcation board of course i mean uh, is, is working on those areas but also as you know the vuani uh, is, is a method that is subjected to records uh, 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 we are waiting for the court i mean uh, obviously ruling on this matter but uh, we will continue to engage with all stakeholders to ensure that services are, are delivered in, in, in those areas. Very important uh, question this from Gossipetem Tim Day in Johannesburg asking why national elections and local elections not held at the same time to save money uh, and uh, how many municipalities municipalities do we have? Are individuals independent allowed to stand for districts as well? Just two questions coming through from our listeners. Uh, Tolani, you're calling us from Tlokwe, uh, not yet on the line. Neil, you are in Mtata. Good morning. Thanks, Bongi, for taking my call. Uh, Bongi, um, you know, the reason why the minister is getting a barrage of questioning is because he's not answering the questions very directly. For example, in Lusiki a few weeks ago, there was 
absolute mayhem there where the roads were blockaded and people and, and the main road from Flagstaff to Port St. John's was closed for many days. Absolute violent protests, burning of, of, of municipal offices and the like. And they're all related to ANC politicking, which all, it seems to be a trend that there seems to be a lot of violence in municipalities in terms of power struggling, removing of mayors by force, and such like activities. Now, the one question that, uh, that the, was put to the, to, to the minister, which he didn't uh, answer very directly, was 14,000 violent protests, and he's saying they're not all related to municipal things. Give us a, a quantitative uh, percentage. What percentage of the 14,000 you think? was because of lack of service delivery, and why would you think those protests were happening? Okay. Just direct answers on the ground. Neil, okay. thank you very much. And Minister, okay. I'm going to ask you to answer that question after Kolani in Tlokwe. Good morning, Kolani. Morning, good morning. Uh, I want to say to the Minister, you know, one of the Ministers who overqualify as the Minister of the Economic Sector, ne? does it doesn't think that is, is not qualified as a Minister of Copter? Because I want to remind the minister, during his tenure when he was at Kaltonville, uh, there was people who were fighting against his demarcation board. He was part of those people who were saying, no people, let's go, let us, you know, let's put others to come, you know, uh, what called this, this, sorry, uh, the place, Kaltonville must fall under Northwest, you know. And the other thing is, minister, he must not come to the radio and talk about that doesn't understand. In Tokwe, you know, why people are fighting this demarcation board, this center's job, is that when they realize that the ANC is losing, you know, power in Tokwe, they are bringing in now, uh, what call it, the ching, whereby they know they've got numbers to come and, you know, suppress the opposition party in Tokwe. Remember, Minister, people of Fender's job, they march to say they don't want to be part of Fender's job. And people of Tokwe also, they march to say they don't want to be part of this demarcation board. If you go ahead, you know, I'm warning you on the initial radio, we go on the street, we see us, we meet us on the street. We don't say we're going to make, maybe, you know, torture the building, everything, but we're going to make everything in our part to make sure that it doesn't happen. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, finally, let's uh, take now um, Dumiseni calling us from Devon. Dumiseni Tuli, good morning to you. Good morning, Kualani, and good morning to your listeners. It's Bongi here. Thanks, Dumiseni. Right, I'm I'm glad you're calling from the the, the leadership in Eteguini because you went to Mandeni and uh, there were issues there. But importantly, some people are raising a very important issue that uh, Eteguini, for instance, is paralyzed because there are two centers of power. Guazul Natal is paralyzed because there are two centers of power. So service delivery is, is affected. How do you respond to that? Well, firstly, let me comment on the issue of Emandele. As you know, the, the issues in Emandele began initially with a problem that uh, the community was not happy with the decision of the local chief to demote and induna in that area. And of course, with time, those concerns graduated to something else. The, the first one that uh, became a thorny issue was the question of functionality of the clinic there. The second one had to do with the ANC councillor, who's a peer councillor in, in the municipality and the former mayor. Now, the leadership of the ANC went in, spent three nights, three days, three nights, engaging with the community to understand the issues they were raising. Of course, by the time we got there, a lot of damage had been done, uh, I mean, bending down the churches and all of those things. But the fundamental issue that we pick up was that society had been mobilized in order to raise a variety of issues, some of which were matters that you couldn't deal with overnight and they required a particular process to be engaged on. Sure. 
And that is why when we got there, we were able to meet with them, meet with the business, engage the community, and ultimately we had to take a decision that we took, that we would draw our counselor in order to make a way for stability in that are, area, which for us is more important. Are you satisfied the issue in Mandate has been dealt with? Look, we, we are very happy that the, the issue has been dealt with. I mean, the, the outstanding matter now has to do with the release of those who are arrested, which is an issue that does not belong to the African National Congress. But also that problem was compounded by the fact that those who were arrested did not provide accurate names and addresses to the court. As a result of which, it was not easy for them to be given a bail so that they can come back and then attend to the issue. All Let right. me just now comment around the table and the province in general. I think it's not correct can, to say... Can you be very brief, very, very brief, Mr. Um, Nivana? Of course, just in less than a minute. It's not correct to argue that uh, there is an instability in our province, largely because there are two centers of power. In fact, the question of the two centers of power in the way that it has been propagated is a myth in terms of what is happening. The ANC in the province is the one that is in charge. It has, it has employees who are in government who are implementing the mandate that they are given by the leadership of the National Congress sure. in Guazun Natal. All right. Thank you very much. He speaks on behalf of the ANC in Guazun Natal. He called in. So we now wrap with David von Royen, Minister of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs. Minister, your final words as we wrap the problem. It ran too quickly, eh? Didn't it? Yeah, it ran very, very quickly. You need more time <laughs> to talk about this. We'll things. give you two hours <laughs> because we'll be talking to you right up to the elections. When, when, when are we having the the local government elections? By the way, or oh, maybe before that, it has just been brought to my attention the unfortunate incident of Sakina's daughter. I think on oh, behalf yes. of on behalf of Kokta, we should take this opportunity to to pass our sincere condolences. Sure, thank you very much, Minister. Yes, uh, look, as, as uh, you are aware, for local government elections to be undertaken, we, we need to consider various things, including the school holidays. I mean, the, recently the court, the, the electoral court made a ruling about some changes that we need to effect on the voters' role. We are working on those things. We also need to, to deal with issues of transition. There are new redetermined uh, uh, or amalgamated municipalities. We need to work to make sure that as we give the date, uh, those municipalities are ready. Because after the elections, uh, we want consistency and continuity of, of services. So we are looking into those, and at an appropriate time, we, we will do the necessary uh, proclamation. All right. So a barrage of uh, issues uh, raised, as as you as you uh, as you heard. Uh, I don't know where you're going to start. Uh, but Neil calling from uh, the Eastern Cape, saying that uh, answer answer the questions, Minister. I don't know which question was not answered, but Neil is correct. Uh, uh, the, 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 the the causal factors for for the protest are varied, and that's what I've said. And it's not only about service delivery. I mean, he must accept that, you know. Uh, um, there are intra-political issues here and inter-political issues. I mean, people who don't want to accept that uh, the, the new amalgamated ward uh, uh, is, is obviously going to go through new process of electing leadership. They are comfortable in their old uh, ward because they think their, their power base there is very, very strong. So there are many reasons. But we are saying as a government of the day, I mean, that doesn't justify violence. Let's explore various ways of sorting out our problems. Problems will always be there. What is key is how do we manage uh, these problems as a country. And we are more than committed as the government of the day, I mean, to, uh, to provide the necessary platform for people to dialogue and resolve some of these problems. Violence is not the way to go. Violence is an enemy of our development. It must be condemned at all costs. Okay.
Minister, we're going to have to leave it at that. Uh, thank you very much. We've run out of time. David von Royen is the Minister of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs. Uh, thank you very much uh, to all of you who called and listened today and SMSed as well. We couldn't take uh, all your calls and we couldn't read all your SMSs and tweets as well. But thank you very much. Thanks to Nsuaki Shweshweku, Mabubuluka and Mulebo Khengsebidi, Misha Shandale. Also, those are our producers. Uh, forum producers, Ronald Piri and Jake Mukoma. Thank you very much uh, for putting together this uh, program. Senior producers Lengiwe Mabaso and uh, Lungile Mabaso there. Uh, also thank you very much uh, to our technical producer today, Mark Prela, executive producers uh, Obre Sechie and uh, Krivani Pillay. My name is Bongi Kuala and of course uh, we're going to have to leave it at that. Midday Live comes through one, uh, 12 to 1 today courtesy of Dash and Mutli and then uh, PM Live is uh, on your radio. Tepiso Makwetla this afternoon at 4 to 6. But uh, Rowena Bird is up next between now and uh, midday but first the news at Nine. Goodbye.